Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about experiences versus products and we talk about beer. And welcome to episode 60 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all around better people. Why? Just Cause. Are you selling a product or a service? Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you today. Today, we're going to look at possible ways for you to create additional revenue streams. I, I know this is something that everyone's always talking about. Create additional revenue streams. Now, this does not mean go outside your business and build uh, an additional, uh, a separate business to, to what you're building mainly because it will d- divide your attention. Now, once your business is up successful, then yes, you can do that. But what I'm talking about is what if there was a way of creating an additional revenue stream within your current business, not having to do a side hustle outside of that, not having to try to do MLMs to try to create an additional revenue stream? What if What if there was a way that you could create an additional revenue stream using the same products, using the same services, and get this, get this, using the same customers? Yes, we're going to talk about that today. You're you're sitting on on the edge of your seat going, Craig, how on earth are we going to be able to do that? Well, just stick with me. I was watching an Ask Gary V the other day, and he was interviewing the. Um, the this guy's title was was the director, or or you know, I forget what the exact title was, but of disruption, right? He was the managing director of disruption, or or CEO, or actually he was chief. That's it, chief disruption officer. Like, how cool is that? Of this company called Anheuser and Bush, InBev, right? These, these, this is a massive multinational company that distributes alcohol beverages worldwide. Now, some of the beverages you would know, actually, I would probably guarantee that at some point, as long as you're over 18 in, in Australia and 21 in America, I would guarantee that you have use one of their products. I would believe that you've held one of their products in your hand. One of their biggest ones is Bud, right? Budweiser. And so so I'm sure you've had, had a Bud. I, even I as an Australian have even had a Budweiser. Um, but they, they have got so many different other companies and craft beers and liqueurs and liquors and spirits and so many other different uh, beverages that they actually distribute worldwide. So so um, there's probably been at some point, you've been at a party and you've been drinking their drink. Now, you probably didn't know it was their drink, but you probably had a great time at that party, didn't you? There's probably a party you can remember, and I'm not just talking about that party that you got drunk, but you're, you're thinking about the party and you're going, that was an awesome party. The DJ was great. The nightclub was great. The people were great. But the whole night, you were probably walking around holding a drink in your hand. And you probably didn't turn around and say, the Budweiser was great. No, because you don't refer to the drink. You're referring to the atmosphere. You're referring to the experience. Although the drink is a crucial element in that experience. 
definitely if you get get more buzzed as well, that's part of the experience. But I'm not even talking about getting drunk. I'm just saying, standing there, because I, I don't drink much, but I must admit, I love ha- hanging out with friends with a cider in my hand. I love I have, have a mate of mine up on the Gold Coast. Um, looking forward to catching up with him. If you've missed the announcement on our social media, we're actually heading up to the Gold Coast. We're moving, as I, as I said in the, uh, in the community service announcement, we're moving. We're moving back to the Gold Coast. Uh, pretty exciting there. And I've got a mate up there that every time we catch up, we sit down on his deck and we drink a cider. Now, he and I catch up. We enjoy. We have so much fun hanging out. And that cider, the apple cider, is such a crucial part of our, of our experience but we don't, we don't, um, how do I say, we don't credit the cider with our experience. We credit the experience. We say we should catch up more often. This is awesome. He has an awesome deck that overlooks this beautiful park and it's it, it, on his new home. And, it, and it's, so, it's so great to be in this atmosphere, in this experience. But I don't credit the drink with that experience. So Budweiser, this this chief, the chief disruption officer of Anheuser and Bush, he turned around and said, "You know what? We realise that we're not in the drink game. We're not in the product game. We're not in the distribution game." He said, "We are in the experience economy." I love that. It's beautiful. Let me say that again. We're in the experience economy. No matter whether you sell a product or a service, at the end of the day, you're selling an experience. And if you're selling a product or service, I could almost guarantee that there are people that are using your products or services and then going and experiencing them somewhere else. There's people that are using your product or service, applying what you're teaching, buying your product, and then going and experiencing them somewhere else and having a fantastic time, and they don't even credit you with that great experience. And let me, so so this this is one thing that they said, is that they said that we realize that we're in the experience economy, that we're selling beer, let's say beer for example, and, and other people, nightclubs, bars, pubs, all this, all across the world, parties, everything, are all using our product and other people are having fun. Other people, are, they're creating this experience for people that, the, that they don't even credit to the alcohol. They don't even credit to the drink. And yet we, we're a crucial part of that experience. So they said, you know what? We're not going to leave it to those pe- everyone else to just create the experience. We're going to create it ourselves. Because they looked at their product and they looked down the track of like, where does our product go? Other people are having fun and experiencing our, our product, but they're crediting other people with that product or with that great experience. So Anheuser and Bush now own over 300 venues worldwide because they realize that they're in the experience economy. That they, yes, they sell their product and they sell it all over the world, but they want to create the experience as well. They want to be credited with the experience. They want people to know that they helped them have an awesome time. And they wanted an additional revenue stream. I told you, this is a way that we can, we ourselves can create an additional revenue stream. Because look, Budweiser 
already owned the product. They already had the customers. They just needed to create the environment. And I know what you're saying. You, you, you're saying, yeah, but that, that's all well and good for a beer. Because obviously, everyone's all, all having fun at parties. It's quite easy for them to do. Maybe. It's easy for us to look back. You know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy for us to look at what they're doing and going, it's easy. It's probably a hard, hard idea for them to come up with originally. And so I'm sure that there's an idea in your business, an, in, an idea with your product, an idea with your service in which you can use it to create an experience. People are walking away with your product or service and using it somewhere else. And the other person is getting the benefit of the finances, getting the benefit of the credit, and getting benefit of creating the atmosphere for someone else using your product and service. Let me talk about my business, for, for first of all, as, as an example. I, I teach people how to speak from stage, as well as I teach people how to use events and speaking from stage to sell their product or services. So I usually just, I, over the last couple of years, I've been re- reasonably insular and I've only worked with, with very few people and been very select with the people that I work with, work with them one-on-one and then I send them out and then they run their own events or they get up on stage and they start, start speaking from stage. And I realize, hang on a second, they're using my keynote. They're using my experience. They're using my service, my product, and then going and getting the experience, getting, getting the credit somewhere else. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to get back into the event game. Now, I'm still coaching keynotes, but I realized that after people learn to speak, the next thing they need is an event. And so I realized I don't even need to change anything. Now, very fortunate that my background is I used to run an events management company, had a very successful nationwide uh, events management company that ran, that ran events for international brands. And, and so... I've got that experience behind me, so I'm lucky. But in reality, it wasn't a step further for me. It was just, hang on a second, where are they using my product or service next? Okay, fine. I'm going to go and create that. And so I've partnered with, with one of Australia's top which is top business coach, which is the reason why I'm actually in a bit of hiatus with these podcasts because I'm traveling all over the country with him running his events for him. Because I realized that, hang on, I want to run the events. I don't want to just be on stage. I, just, I don't want to just teach people how to use the stage or events. I want to run the event. I want to create the experience. So I've been a very crucial player in running these events. We've got thousands of people attending these all, all across Australia. And so that's me. And you, I know you're, you're probably thinking, well, hold on a second. That's all well and good because you're a speaker and people speak at events. You're speaking about creating events and creating experiences. That's all well and good for you. But what about me? Well, let's pull out something random. Let's, let's just say, well, you know what? I was actually on, I was actually on, uh, on a live and I'm just trying to think what the business was. I'm going to pick one random. Uh, okay, so there was there was someone on my live that uh, owned a, that taught yoga, right? That, that ran yoga classes, and I said, "Well, the the good thing is, is you're already actually creating the experience. You're not just teaching people yoga, but you're doing a yoga class, so you're creating the experience." But then I asked them, "Well, what do they benefit from 
your class? And they said, well, at the end of the day, after after some drilling down, they said, you know, they're less stressed and less anxiety, more relaxed, and and they're able to handle handle their everyday challenges better because they because they they aren't as stressed. I'm like, great. So people will go and do yoga, think that that was exercise, and think, hey, I'm feeling great, and then go go about their day and perform their day better because they have done yoga. And they usually won't credit that down to their yoga. I mean, some people will, will rave and, you know, will be raving fans and rant and rave about how, how awesome yoga is. But most people will just go about their day not even knowing. What if you were able to recreate some of those challenges? What if you were able to create some sort of an experience, some sort of a challenge, some sort of a, a competition or or puzzle or something that you were able to allow them to experience the result of what you were creating? You know, create some fun games, some fun, uh, like a like a fun day of of, of like I'm uh, like a fair or a fate or I don't know what you call it where you're where you're from, but like a carnival sort of thing where where, where there's all these different challenges that they need to overcome, and you're creating the experience because they are able to do it, perform it better because they're more relaxed, because they're less stressed, because they've done yoga. Now, if that's okay for yoga, it's okay for anyone. All we need to do is just simply look at where is where are my clients using and applying my product or service? That someone down the line is making money from the product or service that you offer. So why not recreate that? Why not why not try to step out a little bit further? Create that additional income stream for yourself and go that next level. You've already got the clients. You don't need to find any more. They're already working with you. They're already buying your product. They're already using your services. What's the next step? So, I mean, look, let's, let, let's, let's go random. Okay, um, cleaners, right? What do cleaners do? Cleaners normally clean up your house before they... Uh, before you hold a party, right? I know this has been a bit, bit of a party-themed uh, just cause, but what if, what if you had had some cleaners? Like Usually, usually if, if we're going to host a party, we usually get cleaners in because we want it to be extra clean or we spend the time ourselves. But what if you got cleaners in? What if those cleaners not only cleaned, but they put on the party for you as well? And then they cleaned up after the party. I mean, if you have a house cleaning business, what if you offer, and when I say party, I mean, what about a dinner party? It doesn't have to be this wild, doof, doof, you know, DJ lights and sounds. You can just simply offer to host a party, a dinner party, cocktail party, whatever it is that they're wanting. You clean the house and you, you may say, hey, you know what? How about you invite all your friends over? And what if we put on a put on a, a dinner party for you guys? Let us host it for you. You know what? Um, this is the cost. This is you know just pay for food and and we'll clean up afterwards. You don't have to worry about cleaning up afterwards, and we'll provide that for you. You will be credited with all of that that great experience, not just the cleaning beforehand, but also on top of that, 
you'll get extra work because there's an extra, extra income because you're now providing an additional service. And then I'll guarantee you'll then be charged or then you, you'll be able to charge for the cleaning up afterwards. It, you know, it would probably include it in the package anyway. But it's just a different way that you can add an additional service. And, and here's, here's the cool thing, right? And here's, here's a little word for the wise. If you do something like that, if you create the experience for your customer, they're going to be inviting their other friends, aren't they? Let's say for this cleaner, they're going to invite all their friends around for a dinner party. And guess what? They're going to meet your cleaner. And what's going to happen then? You're going to have all, the, all these people standing around going, wow, this place is clean. I wish my house was this clean. Oh, really? Well, here's our business card. We can clean it for you. We can host these parties for you as well. And see how you can just simply expand from your, your already existing clientele. And with, and I know, it. okay, so you may have to learn to cook, but I, I'm sure you know how to cook, or maybe you get a caterer in or, or whatever, but being a, being a cleaner, you already know how to host, you already know how to serve, and so, so it's not really expanding too far out of your area of expertise. But there's plenty of ways around it. So what, what, is, the, what is it that people use your product for? What is it that people apply your strategies, your services to after they've been to you, after they've left you, after they've purchased it from you, after they've used it from you? What's next? What happens next in the purchasing cycle for them? Where do they go? Where do they benefit from your product or service? Because that, in that moment, that is where you can possibly make additional income and you don't have to get any additional clients because you've already got them. And usually, it's just an expansion on your already skills. You've probably already got all the contacts in that area anyway because it's, some, because it's your industry. There's a flow-on effect because usually when people buy one thing, they go and do a next. Like for example, and I'm going to make this really super practical, like a real estate agent. After they come to a real estate agent, what do they do? They, buy, they go to a removalist. What if a real estate agent was able to provide the removalist for that, for that purchase? It's a, just a next step. After they purchase, after they use, where do they go? And wherever they go, we can also create that experience. We can also provide that service and it's a simple way for us to build an additional revenue stream and not have to get any new customers. And it'll probably build your customer base as well. So I'm excited to see how you can transform, how you can expand into other areas of services to bring in additional revenue stream for you. Just like Anheuser-Busch, they noticed that they were not in the product game, but they were in the experience economy. And they were sick of seeing everyone else party and get the benefit from their product that they created the experience themselves. So I challenge you, don't just sit there and sell your product. Don't just sell your service. See how you can create the next experience in line so you can build your additional revenue stream and create the ultimate experience and ultimately get, gain some extra fans as well. 
I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Thank you so much for listening. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio, where we take another metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show, so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause.